On 88.3 Southern FM, this is Beyond the Boundary with Carl Bianco and John Donahoe. Good morning and welcome to Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. Thanks, Bruce. Donna is joining me in the studio this morning. How are you, Donna? <laughs> oh, what a start. What a start oh, to this Thanks for that, Brucey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love uh, Bruce and his basketball. It's good. Happy Sunday, though. Yeah, happy Sunday. Good to be with you this morning. And we've got plenty of local footy to cover this morning. You can join us at any time on 0404 736. Lucky enough to be joined by Wayne Fuller again this morning. Morning, Wayne. Morning, Cole. Just got in from Romsey. Yeah. <laughs> morning, Donna. Morning, <laughs> listeners. How's yeah. the bus Just ride a... back? Yeah, good. Yeah? Yeah. What's, Not that far. What's the uh, setup like down there? At Romsey? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that. But um, <laughs> fantastic day. The weather was fine. Romsey hosted it really well. The the Riddle League ran it really well. But um, we'll touch what happened we later on when we get to the what? Southern Football Netball League section. What's mm. the travel time on that, though? Uh, Two hours? Up there yesterday? Yeah. No, nah, um, left at 10.30 and got there right on midday. Oh, okay. Left at 7 and got back to Linton Street a bit after 8.30. So oh, that's all right. Yeah, it wasn't too far. Not too bad. Yeah. Too bad. There you go. We'll, we'll touch on that again mm. later on. Fair enough. Now, we bring a theme to the program every morning. Certainly Every do. Sunday morning. What have you got for us, Carlos? Oh, this is this is an interesting one. And, and it has nothing to do with the result from the Interleague yesterday in the SFNL. <laughs> but when as a, a team that you've been a part of, Expected to have a heap of success and flunked it in a season. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting that's one. A that's a theme. Yeah. That's a theme yeah. this morning. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. Because there's been a lot of teams that are hyped up that are looking really good, had a great preseason, mm. and then absolutely had a Barry Crocker for yeah. the whole year. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like last year, my old Zavs Crocodiles. We yeah. were we were coming off a premiership the year before, mm. got to a prelim, and we went into a prelim with sixteen blokes. So I find that a I've sort of thought that was a bit of an underachievement and lost, obviously, and yeah. fell away. So that was uh, that was one. Have you got one? Well, there's a couple of things that spring to mind that's happened in the last 24 hours. Our examples outside of football. True, true. So we've seen an interesting result in the federal election, <laughs> and we've also seen us bow out of uh, Eurovision when we were hyped up oh, with Kate Miller-Heidke. How are we in Eurovision? <laughs> So that's, that's, yeah, how are we in it, first of all? <laughs> but second of all, we were hyped up to be in the top could you, five. Could you imagine if Australia won Eurovision? Oh. <laughs> Two losses for the old Zavs yesterday. Aussie Vision. That's what it would be renamed. What about the footy teams which go well all during the season? Yeah. They get to the finals. And gas it. Straight out. Mm. Or this straight sets. That happens very oh, yeah. commonly now yeah. Yeah. in football. Uh, well, 0404 we want to hear from you this morning. But we must get to our first guest, who's probably thinking, why are you talking about Eurovision on a footy show? <laughs> and I speak of Jonathan Hayden, who is uh, great to give up some of his time on a game day for the Sandringham Zebras. Jono, thanks so much for joining us this morning, mate. Really appreciate it. No, not a problem, boys. Jono, uh, John, John Donohoe here. Thanks for joining us. Tell us about your, uh, your journey to Sandringham and where you've come from uh, local footy-wise. Yeah, well, locally, I'm from down the Mornington Peninsula, down Frankston Way. I played my football at Seaford and had a pretty good year. And then got the uh, invite down to Sandy and um, made my way down there. And, um, 
yeah, there was about 54 spots on the list, and I reckon I was the 54th one. It doesn't matter where you come in. Doesn't matter where you come in on the list as long as you're on it. And then it, um, yeah, it started there, and yeah, found found myself so regularly on the senior side. So yeah. And do you often get back? Do you often? It's Wayne Fuller speaking. Do you often get back and play for Seaford? Um, well, I'm, not, I'm actually not a Seaford now. I've changed clubs. Um, yeah, I, every game that I could uh, attend to, I was there. Yep. Whether if I was playing VFL or if I was back with but you'd get occasional two or three games in the season. That's about it. Mm. So where, where do you find yourself these days if you're not playing for Sandringham, Johnny? Um, I've only moved to uh, the Pines. The Pines? Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Good footy club. With, I played my um, local football. Uh, junior football, sorry. I was a young one there, so yeah, made my way back there. Jono, have you been given any indication uh, from Sandringham, you know, that you're close or what you need to work on and, you know, if you if you are close to getting a senior game? I'm, um, I'm, I've just come out of rehab and mm. my next game's back next week, my following week, whether that's with um, side or senior side, that's uh, due to how the boys go today, I guess. But um, I'm, I'm fairly close. Yeah, they're fairly, fairly close to coming back. So, where do you predominantly play, Jono? What, 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 where would you say is your sort of your best position on field? Are you more of a like a utility down back, forward, in the centre? No, nah, forward's my role with uh, Sandy, and yep. I um, yeah, I, I love it down there. It's probably my strong suit of um, I guess that small forward pressure role is um, my go-to, and that's my role for the side, I guess. So we spoke to Adrian Connolly last week who looks after the forward line. How does he go uh, as a forward line coach? Does he give you a lot of good advice and, and got a lot of good tactics to assist with the forward line? Yeah, definitely. Adrian's got his uh, head screwed on, I guess, you could say. But um, <laughs> he's, um, yeah, he gives lots of, lots of advice, and especially to a lot of the new boys that are down there, Sandy listed. Um, he pretty much guides them in the right direction of what they know to do down the forward line to, um, I guess, keep the senior spot, yeah. Further to that, I mean, you've got you've got guys like David Armitage, Sam Gilbert, you know Sam Rowe, who have played a bit of footy. Um, Nathan Wright's played a bit of footy at AFL level. Do you do you pick their brains uh, every now and then at training and just sort of work with them? Oh yeah, definitely. You got to pick their brains. I starting to feel a little bit annoying. Kind of <laughs> but um, yeah, the experience that they got, you just got to you can't afford not to. And um, I guess that's the good insight of being at a VFL club, you just get the, um, the opportunity to um, work and, I guess, play footy with these fellas, and you learn so much off them. And a teammate of yours, Sam Fox, what a great journey for a bloke who um just playing suburban football and has made his way up to Sandy and is doing quite well. Yeah, um, Foxy, I've actually known Foxy for a while, but um, ever since he was down at Frankston, I always knew he was a good player, but um, as soon as I got the news that he was playing for our side, I was so happy and so excited. I'm not that. I'm not that overly, um, um, just overly known that how good he is been at um, VFL level because I always knew he could play. And in the league that he is, he's just he's a step above um, all the small forwards down there. So I've got to pick up my game, I guess, boys, <laughs> to get into the team. <laughs> Jono, what's uh, yeah? I've got to work my way in. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the plan today? Are you heading down, or are you just going to? Uh, you'll be listening. You can also listen on Southern FM eighty eight point three if uh, if you can't get down to Trevor Barker today. But do you have any sort of role on game day, or are you just come have a look? Yeah, so because my next week, my first week back, I have to actually have to warm up with the side this week. Oh, um, nice. As if I was as if I was playing, and then as soon as 
the bounce goes, I'm off running doing a running session. Oh, wow. Mm. So, <laughs> I've been through a couple of months of torture. Now they're just going to torture me for another week. <laughs> Run along, running along the beach. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, very good. And and how are you finding playing under uh, Sam, Sammy Hamill as a as the senior coach? Uh, obviously, uh, got a good football brain and and been a pretty good coach at Sandringham. Uh, how how does he go as a coach for you? Yeah, it's, um, it's really uh, I guess confidence for me because he's really backing really back his players, and it gives you just that confidence on the field that you just you got to have at the NFL level. So to me, I I love playing under him and I love playing for him. So yeah. Beautiful stuff. Hey, well, Jono, we really appreciate you uh, joining us this morning and having a bit of a chat about uh, yourself and, and when you hope to get back to, to play for, for the Zebs. And we, we wish you all the best with your, your running today and uh, we might see you down there at Trevor Barker Beach Oval a little bit later on. But, um, yeah, all, all the best, mate, and, and I really appreciate you joining us this morning. Not a problem, boys. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Beautiful stuff there. Jono Hayden joining us, uh, of course, uh, returning small forward for uh, for Sandringham. Good insight there. Weeks. You know, he's, he's annoying the, uh, the AFL players, which you like to hear. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's always... No, no, it's not in a bad way because, you know, local footballers, they, they like to learn a bit from these uh, from these uh, AFL stars. So it's good to hear that he's, he's keen to develop and get better and he's working with Sam Gilbert and Armitage and all that. You don't so. want to be a pest. That's where the more team no, comes out. I know, but I also think, you know, for guys like David Armitage... Ar- you know a lot about that. Yeah, For yes. guys like David Armitage, I mean, he's played 170 games. Sam footy, Gilbert. So Sam Gilbert. You know, Nathan Wright's played enough footy at AFL level to be able Rowe. to be a, mem- a mentor. Yeah, Rowe, stuck on 99 games. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. That's our famous text-in number that you can text us in on. Now, we had a text-in a little earlier on before the show started. Can you please confirm that your program guide is up to date? Last Sunday, I tuned in to listen to the VFL match, but it wasn't broadcasted as advertised. Very disappointed as my son plays. I cannot get to the games at the moment and rely on your broadcast to follow the match. Now, I need to clarify what the situation You're the is program with manager. the broadcast Ooh. agreement between Southern FM and the Sandringham Zebras. Now, as it stands right now, we broadcast every home game on a Sunday afternoon and we'll also be broadcasting one of the Saturday afternoon games which is the one against Richmond uh, which is in June at some point. So we have an agreement to call every home, pretty much every home game. Which is about six of them on a Sunday? Six to seven. seven I yep. think it might even yep. expand out to eight. And there was one at, at RSA Park as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So all of the home games at Trevor Barker Beach Oval we're calling. And that doesn't apply to away games. Mm. So, unfortunately, we don't go outside Sandringham at the moment <laughs> or Moorabbin, yeah. our local area. But, uh, yeah, if, mm. in that situation, the VFL do provide streams from what I understand. Yes. There, to, are, there are other streams for the yeah. local radio. I mean, yeah. I don't know if Collingwood um, have their own sort of streaming service out there but um, for Victoria Park. But um, I know we know Casey... Demons have uh, have a, a streaming service, so yeah. Um, we obviously, yeah, we cover the the home games. Yeah, but, uh, but just to clarify, because you know it's important that we do address it, and some people are a bit like, oh, you know, we knew you were here then, but we didn't know where you, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it. And so uh, those dates are up now. Can you put them up on our? We can. On yes. The, yeah, so yeah. the listeners know. We might that, do it. Yeah, yeah. it'd be a great we'll, idea so they can yeah. they know, okay, this is going to be a pe- live pe- radio show game. Today, we will definitely be covering Sandringham taking on Essendon at Trevor Barker Oval from, from 2 p.m. From 2 p.m. Correct. Good. Nice yeah. day for it. Beautiful Very good day. day. Yeah. It'll be nice and windy down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bring a jumper. And the other thing as well, keep an eye on Southern FM's Facebook page because we always make a post the day before we're calling VFL yes. match. Yes. That's important to keep an eye on it. 
Anyway, 0404 736. Good text in, though. Good text. Yeah, yeah I thanks, like that. Thanks, Clarified. thanks for that. So we've clarified that, and, uh, yeah, hopefully we can bring you some good coverage. Oh, I know we'll bring you some great <laughs> coverage a little later on. Uh, well, this is a rather interesting one. Buggy may or may not be able to confirm or deny this one, and I'm, I'm not sure whether or not we should go with this. We haven't spoken to our lawyers, but we're going to go with it anyway. What appalling behaviour by the players from the SFNL Interleague last night at St Kilda Football Club. Drunken off their heads, swearing and abusing patrons at the pokies venues. Totally incorrect. Okay. Fake news. Fake news. You are fake news, as Donald Trump Well, the bug would know as he was there. Yep. He was with them, so... Yep. Uh, maybe they got confused. Maybe it was different different footballers. But that's uh, totally incorrect. Whoever good. sent that in, good. Um, you know, we're near the mark, mm. and um, I don't know where you got that from. So, all right, good. Mm. Well, that's yep. clarified. Well, thanks for that message in anonymous. We appreciate everybody's comments on oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. But we have the chairman of selectors right here in the studio, and he can. For his players, it doesn't get much higher than that. I mean, coach, chairman, of selectors. So he would have been all over it last mm. night. Mm. Oh, look, and you, you know. don't you don't do things like that no. because you're jeopardising. First of all, you're at the St Kilda Football Club uh, premises yeah. and the Southern cameras League. everywhere, cameras and, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Your respect and um, whoever you're nowhere near that. Mm. So that's totally totally false mm. and. Um, you wouldn't do that anyway because reputation. So correct. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you were yep. here for that bug, and you've cl- cleared that up. So um, anyway, uh, thanks for your SMS on oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. Keep them coming in, and we do have to. We will talk about it later. But um, obviously, let's. We'll give the result of the uh, of the game. It was a uh, what was it a nineteen point loss to the Southern Footy League? No, no three. three points. Oh, sorry, three, three points. points. So. Sorry, sorry, bug. Yeah, so. <laughs> we will get back to it later. We're going to have a, a big discussion, and I can the, go back to that texter yeah. too. Obviously. Obviously, after the when we arrived back, I think about ten to nine or mm. whatever it was. Um, obviously, you know we offload the bus and the the boys um, go to the car park, and um, most of them had to get Ubers and taxis or whatever. So yeah. they they waited and um, and that was it. And I made sure that all the boys were right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because mm. of they played footy and yeah, had a few beers and um, off they went. But whoever sent that in, you're yeah, nowhere near the mark. Yeah. And feel free to keep texting in because um, you're wrong. You yep. know what I mean. So yes, they're, yes, I can admit they're in the car park, but um, they're waiting. On the plus side, it's good to see we've got a listener this morning. Yes. Oh, it is. So, yeah. Thanks for your feedback. And it's all on um, CCTV, yeah. Yeah, St look. Kilda Footy Club, and um, I think the the young fella behind the bar plays for St Paul's. And um, I said, look, I've been outside. The boys are waiting for Ubers, and they are moving on because of um, look. Yeah, obviously emotions are going to be high as well at the same time. It, it can be said because it was such a narrow loss, and the boys put a lot of effort uh, in yeah. particular this year. It seems to be a massive buy-in, but we'll talk about it a little yeah, we'll bit get later, that later on. Well, that's we've got a lot of, yeah, and we've else. got a lot to discuss in yeah. that space later on. So we'll give you uh, give you the floor later on, mm. Bug. Yes, o four o four triple zero seven three six. Keep your messages coming. We will take a break here on eighty eight point three Southern FM. The sounds the Bayside. You are listening to Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. Pressure. It's something that most of us don't like being under. In fact, it often causes confusion and mistakes. As a professional footballer, it's something I've had to get used to. Yet, people think it's okay to put heaps of pressure on kids to perform when they're playing their sport. It might seem harmless enough, but constantly calling out instructions from the sidelines and telling kids what to do can be a real downer. 
I'm Nick Del Santo, and it's time to let kids be kids and enjoy their sport. Google Play by the Rules to find out more. Hi, I'm here to talk about the Reading Writing Hotline. It's a service that helps adults who can't read and write as well as they'd like to. The number is 1300 655 06. Give them a call if you know somebody who needs help with reading and writing. It's never too late to learn, and it's easier than you'd think. 1300 655 06. The Reading Writing Hotline. 1300 655 06. Why do more than 5 million Australians do some form of voluntary work? Well, because most say they want to help others in their community. If you're like them and been thinking about volunteering, then check out govolunteer.com.au. There are more than 11,000 positions listed, so you can find one that suits your interests, skills, availability and location. And what's more, it's free. Just remember govolunteer.com.au, the easy way to volunteer. We're Lana and Penny. Join us on The Vibe every second Sunday, 12 to 2pm on 88.3 Southern FM. The Vibe is all about health and happiness. It certainly is. And we talk about things a bit like this. Drawn to drawn... <laughs> Good Lord. Blah, 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 blah. Put your teeth back in, Pen. <laughs> Where's the turkey? Gosh. <laughs> there we go. Remember, Remember get, get happy and stay happy on The Vibe. Yeah, the vibe, they'll be coming up after midday, Lana and Penny, as you just heard. But right now, this is Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. 0404000736 is the number. We'd love to hear from you on this morning. And we want to know as well, one of you taken part in a football club or any kind of team and had high expectations of you and had a great pre-season only to have a bad season, a poor War season mm. happens a lot. Mm. Happens a lot. Certainly does. It does. Mm. There was high expectations of the year ten uh, De La Salle team that I played in with Brain Mate. <laughs> Brain Mate. No, I'm not going to bring it up. Again. He gets a mention every week <laughs> on this show. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so we'd love to hear from you. There's been a bit going on the last 24 hours, and uh, as far as outside the football sphere, and and we just want to hear from you. When when have you been a part of a footy team that didn't do as well as they were expected to? But before we go any further, we have to get into this. If it wants to... There you go. Hang on. There we go. <laughs> on Beyond the Boundary. We know within the four walls of the club, once you're inside those four walls... Inside the four walls. Inside the four walls. Good Plenty one. happening. Plenty there happening. is. Plenty Bug, happening. I'm sure you got a few to kick us no, off. I actually Do you want me to go... Yeah, Donna's... Me... I've just got the one, because Bug, obviously... Bug will have a list, so... Okay. And Bug might be interested in this one, actually. Oh. Inside the four walls... Wednesday night, I you know I'm I'm not playing footy uh, regularly, obviously through uh, through my work on weekends. But I like yep. to train, have a run around on mm. Wednesday night. Mm. I get to training on Wednesday night, and uh, a certain Southern football, a newly uh, cleared Southern football player, big Division recruit. One, big mm. recruit um, for a team over in the Bentley region. Okay, um, was spotted. So St Paul's then. Close, close. Uh, was spotted uh, spotted training with the uh, the mighty Old Zavarians on Wednesday Ooh, night. Oh, right. One of his former clubs. Former club. He's been a bit of a journeyman. He came Vaffa, SFL, back to the Vaffa, premiership player with uh, the Old Zavarians, back to the Southern Footy League. Oh. Hasn't played a game. Might have trained a couple of times. Yeah. And he's trained the house down on Wednesday night and is talking of a comeback. 
<laughs> so another clearance might be going back in the other Ooh. way. Would would they clear him? I don't know. Probably not. Or would they play hard ball with him? I would say they'd play hard ball with him. Has he signed a contract with? The, well, I the don't Southern know. That's that's club. something we need to uh, have a look into. But uh, obviously, we're not we're not mentioning names. We mm. mentioned a couple of clubs, but not mentioning names. But uh, an interesting one to keep keep an eye on yeah. going forward because uh, a few members at his Southern Footy League club, one who I play cricket with, uh, not happy, mm. not thrilled with with uh, his form. Did he get on on the ground for the Southern League club at all? No, injured. He in did the pre-season. pre-season. Injured in and the pre-season. Then, yeah. Uh, Great bloke. Love him. Yeah. Love him to bits. Plays cricket. Love him to bits. One of my best yeah. mates. But uh, <laughs> he's uh, he's playing funny buggers a little bit at the moment, I reckon. Got till June the 30th. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see how that plays out if another clearance goes through, Bug. Yeah. Well, well, that's watch this space. Watch this space. Inside the four walls, um, Daniel Campuzano, the recruit to Dingley at the start of the year, ex Playing assistant coach at Chelsea Heights has mm-hmm. um, parted company during the week and is oh, after he got gone, dropped. After he got dropped, oh. he played in the reserves for Dingley against East Malvern and decided to put a clearance in during the week. And he ran out yesterday for Hampton Football Netball Club in Division Two in the Southern League. Hampton Hammers. Hampton Hammers. Div Two. Really. Div Two. Yeah. So wow. uh, he's a six pointer, obviously. And um, Daniel obviously played at Blackburn. Greenvale, Frankston, VFL, Cheltenham, Chelsea Heights, and now do, do you so, know how that comes so, about? Yeah, like, so obviously, oh, obviously, he obviously wasn't thrilled. Wasn't thrilled and, um, but like the, to go to Hampton, like I don't know, don't know. Field, like, it happened during the week, and yeah. um, the clearance got put through, and obviously he's found Hampton as a club, and he's down there running around with yeah, Hampton. Well, interesting that the that Dingley cleared him. Well, you know, I, I, I'm not part of Dingley, but obviously they've met with him, or he's rang mm. them to say, look, is it limited opportunities or what? Who knows? So they've decided wow. to part ways, and. Yeah. Um, He's been cleared, which is well done to Dingley and a big big and, coup for Hampton Hammers. Well, yeah, big body player. Yeah, so he goes yeah. back into Division Two and um, ran out yesterday for Hampton. So wow, good on him. Yeah, a bit of a shock to everybody in the Southern go. League. So here in that, so a mid-season trade. Yeah, but <laughs> I, and the, on the positive side for the Dingley Football Netball Club, they've picked up um, Verg and Felk, uh, an ex Noble Park. Um, Berwick and Frankson VFL Ruckman so he's put pen to paper and I probably think he'd probably run out this this week for Dingley so speaking of Ruckman sorry to interrupt yep. there was two there was a Ruckman from Port Melbourne who signed during the yeah, week yeah um, Charlie Kelso yeah, with signed with Chelton, Chelton 208 yeah. centimetre Ruckman previously played at Sandy Huge. and Port Melbourne played four senior games at Port when they won the flag a couple of years ago and he's decided to um Pull the boots on, and Des is obviously looking for a genuine ruckman to help McLaren as well. So he's wow. he's signed on. Um, um, inside the four walls, unfortunately, again going back to Dingley, they've lost Jackson Pete for the season with a oh. with a shoulder operation. The, the news is that um, it could be a torn pec muscle. Ooh, yeah. Oh. So was that yesterday? No, no, no. No? Jack, no, Jackson was in the in the league squad, but unfortunately, against I think it was East Malvern, he. Um, um, did his shoulder, so oh, that's no. not not what you want to hear. But um, yeah, and, and ripper bloke too, Jackson Pete. So I wish him all the best, and um, hope to see him back on the on the park. And just before I finish with inside the four walls, this is pretty important. Um, it's just regarding the Heather and Football Netball Club on Sunday, the twenty third of June. They're having a a charity day, and it's called Kicking It for Brain Cancer, and they're playing Chelsea Heights. It's a, a Sunday game. Um, it's a charity day. It's $5 entry at the gate. Um, food trucks, jumping castles, handball competitions, etc., etc. Um, it's for in the memory of a, 
a person named Nicholas Quinn. The Quinn family heavily involved at the Heatherton Football Netball Club in the netball side of things and obviously the football side of things. So they've got a big day. And that also coincides with the President's Luncheon at Heatherton too. So they've been advertising. So I think if you've got a free Sunday on that 23rd, get down there. They're playing Chelsea Heights. Um, there's a there's a luncheon, and then they've got the charity day on as well, uh, all fundraising, and it uh, goes to a, a, a proceed for the Cure of Brain Cancer Foundation. So that's great. Um, Heather, and advertising it. We've got the word of mouth out, and um, hopefully we get a few people down there, and we'll have a good day and make some money. So awesome, yeah, awesome. That's what you want to hear. They're the yeah. they're the positive things of suburban football. So mm. get down there and support them. There you I, go. I only got one inside the four walls this week. Inside the four walls, a friend of ours that does join us occasionally to talk about one of the footy leagues around the area and maybe a media personality. Yeah, award down, winner. Oh, award winner. Yeah, ventured down to uh, a local footy club, local to this local area. Local to this area. Yeah a, yeah. Wind, a windy one. And made a very interesting comment on social media, I noticed as well. Said, Did he really? First time in my life I've visited this oval. And there's no wind. It's blue sky. It's clear, and it's a beautiful day. Yeah, that's that's, that's unusual. remarkable. That is no, remarkable. That is unusual. That you head down there, and it's a still day. Look, and apparently the reserves kicked four fourteen. I might be talking <laughs> oh. about uh, a one Brighton Beach oval. <laughs> oh. Yes. That is, but apparently it was still and the reserves kicked 4-14 or something like that. that so can, That can be a shocker at the best. Maybe they, maybe they were overcompensating. Trying, they were thinking the wind was going to be there and trying to put it out to the right and just uh, it stayed straight. Oh, look, oh. I, I don't know, but from all reports, it was a good day down there yesterday. There you go. Draw. And, yeah. Draw. Yeah. Old Brighton and Trinity. How good's the weather, though? Yeah. Perfect. I, I was, it was hot yesterday. Yeah. It was good, hot yesterday. Good time to be alive. Good, good time oh, for footy. Yeah. How was it yesterday down your Up at Romsey? Yeah, yeah, fine. It was quite warm up there, but it, I must admit you can see how cold it gets straight after the game. Oh, really? You wouldn't want to be up there in the middle of winter. So oh. the boys didn't go in the ice pass afterwards? No, no, but it's yeah, a bit different up there, up in the hills, but yeah. You wouldn't <laughs> want to be there in the middle. i just say that I reckon there'd be some long Tuesday and Thursday nights in the in the winter, so I'd love to know some of the excuses too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <it's> too busy <laughs> doing... Uh, snow, what? snow. Yeah. <laughs> Watching a subscription TV and, yeah. and chilling. You wouldn't need ice baths up there. No. You just walk no. outside. A heater be handy. So. <laughs> oh, God. 0404 We'd love to hear from you. Might just quickly touch on uh, some results from Div 1 in the VAFA yesterday. Actually, no, you know what? We'll do Premier C because that's uh, where we've got a couple of clubs within our area. Uh, I had the Rovers yesterday. Had a good win. 17-13, 15 at Boss James Reserve. Defeated Ajax 10-14-74. Bradford lined up with a lazy oh. bag of nine. Corp with three. They were the only multiples for the Rovers. Bradford, of course, in the best with Corp and Hodges. Good result there for them. Ormond yesterday. Now, this was a shock result because I was I was following this game closely. And wow. uh, Ormond travelled to Charlesworth Park against Old Ivanhoe yesterday. Old Ivanhoe basically had it on them for, for most of the game. Uh, and then in the third quarter, late in the third quarter, they kicked a couple of goals more. And then uh, in the last quarter, it was a tight battle, but managed to get the job done over Old Ivanhoe. 17-10, 1-12, defeating Old Ivanhoe. 15-11, 1-0-1. Scuderi, Skok and Voluto with three for Old Ivanhoe. Wellham with two. They were the multiples. Keogh, McIntyre and Minahan, the best for Old Ivanhoe. For Ormond, Mason kicked a lazy bag of six. Buckley with four, Hine with two. And their best were Mason, Buckley and Kennedy. Simon so, Buckley. Yeah, there we did go. talk about him last week when we yeah. had Richard Simon in and the impact he's having 
back at the club. Uh, and Old Mantonians yesterday. Oh, this is ugly. 5-11-41 were defeated by Williamstown, 13-14-92. Ackley and Noonan with three for Williamstown and Tucker with two. Noonan, Tucker and Ackley in the best there. And for Old Mantonians, no multiples cross Edgeworth and McPherson named in the best there. Before we uh, before we get to a break and our next guest, I've uh, I've just stumbled across something on uh, social media for our uh, topic today. Okay, what's our topic, Carlos? Well, our topic this morning. If you want to join us uh, by letting us know whether you've ever played in a team like this, a team that uh, didn't live up to the expectations that were put on them during the preseason and flunked the season to finish a lot lower than where where they were expected. Well, I've got an interesting result. Okay. Um, it might fall into that category, but. Uh, it was just a local footy game that uh, was on social media yesterday. Hope Valley v Smithfield. Oh, I did see this, yes. So, so the final score, 42-23, 275 to oh, zero. Wow. Uh, 14-goal first quarter. Uh, they kicked six in the second, 10 in the third, and 12 in the fourth. Blow, uh, get a load of this, bug. D. Mitchell, 32 of 42 goals. <laughs> He's kicked 32 snags. Oh. And then they've had three, three, two, and one and one each. And he didn't even get best on ground. Unbelievable. <laughs> you, you're listening Can to you believe it? Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. Right after this, we'll be joined by club president and board chairman of St. Bede's Mentone Tigers, Louise Pritchard-Nicholson. This is Beyond the Boundary. It takes 300,000 corks to purchase a wheelchair. Save your corks and help buy equipment to make life easier for people who need them. Lions clubs around Australia will ensure that these corks are recycled and the funds are used for a very worthwhile cause. What else do Lions clubs recycle? They recycle aluminium cans. They recycle the ring pulls from those cans to make artificial limbs for landmine victims in Southeast Asia. If it can be recycled, there's a Lions club somewhere in Australia doing just that. Pressure. It's something that most of us don't like being under. In fact, it often causes confusion and mistakes. As a professional footballer, it's something I've had to get used to. Yet, people think it's okay to put heaps of pressure on kids to perform when they're playing their sport. It might seem harmless enough, but constantly calling out instructions from the sidelines and telling kids what to do can be a real downer. I'm Nick Del Santo, and it's time to let kids be kids and enjoy their sport. Google Play by the Rules to find out more. Every Saturday morning from 10 until noon, you can hear all the latest Australian releases on the all-new Saturday Osmosis. Interviews with the artists and live studio performances. All new, all Australian, all genres, all good. All-new Saturday Osmosis. Every Saturday morning from 10 until noon. In my community, when you're growing up, if you're the man, you know, you've got to be strong. I blamed everyone around me for the way I felt. My wife, work, my brothers. I mean, they changed, not me. But I was sitting at the breakfast table one day and I couldn't eat. I sat there and I just cried. Men do get depression and for them there is hope. Call the Beyond Blue info line on 1300 224636 or visit Hi, Shane Edwards here from the Richmond Football Club for RAD. Footy is a true team sport. When you're part of a team, you support each other. You back each other up and you do whatever it takes to help a teammate who's in trouble. 
So if you're with someone who's been drinking, don't let them get behind the wheel. Take their keys and call a taxi, because mates don't let their mates drink drive. Rad. R-A-D-D.org.au or check us out on Facebook. The Sounds of the Bayside, 88.3 Southern FM. And this is Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. 0404000736 is the famous text line. You can get us on this morning, Donners. Something you'd like can. to add? No, no, no. Just, just look like look like no, you've got something that I've you, got the uh, I've got the St. Bede's Mentone results up here, and ah. uh, we've got a very happy uh, special guest in the studio. So that's why I'm just having a look through the oh, uh, results. Yeah, we've got uh, the chairman and the club president Lou Pritchard Nicholson joining us. Lou, thanks so much for coming in this Good morning. Good morning, happy to be here. You'd be very happy. Come from behind, win. Wasn't the greatest first quarter. No, well, actually, I must I must admit, I went and, and left to go and watch our senior women's at um, oh, Southern enough. Road. So I was there before they started. You'd be happy the with reserves. the result overall. Very though. happy with the result. <laughs> I'm sure Michael Hazel, our, um, our coach, is very happy with the result. But, yeah. How did the women go yesterday? Oh, well, they didn't fare as well. They were down by uh, at the end by uh, a few points, but um, they've um, they've got uh, they've moved into B grade yep. just recently from C, um, which of course you know brings us some challenges because we've got some women who are in their first game of footy a few weeks ago to yeah. some that are, are training and playing with um, VFLW clubs. So that's um, that's a challenge. Where you've got that that broad range of abilities. Have you got the one or two women's two. team? So we've now got two two, two teams, um, reserves as well, and. Nice. We had though a couple of weeks ago we had about um, seventeen players out, which was oh. which was unfortunate <laughs> for our. That's not for a great way reserves. to start. No, the year, it wasn't. Yeah. And uh, that was the first week in the in the B um, B grade. But they um, t- just a testament to our women players. They um, there was about twelve, fifteen of them that played two great two games that day. So which was um, just shows their loyalty and their determination to stick together as a as a group and to you know make sure that everyone gets to play. They were. Brilliant. Yeah. Nice. So, talk mm. us through your role at the footy club. I, Carl was telling me that you're sort of in charge of uh, the VAFA team, the men's as well as the juniors and the women. Well, we we've got a, a structure where yeah, yeah. Where, where we've got um, a president of the um, SMJFL committee, so yeah. that's the junior side of the club, and then that's uh, Michael Zakic, and then we've got a president of the senior um, VAFA committee, which is Paul O'Toole, and he mm-hmm. looks after the senior side of the club. Mm-hmm. I'm the club president because we've got a board structure, and so I'm chair of the board, yep. and we oversee the the um, the one club mentality. We're really fortunate this year to Great. have um, Michael Hazel come mm-hmm. on board as our senior coach, and he's firm believer in that one club um, um, sort of mentality mm. as well, which is great. No split, so, nothing. No, yeah, and good. so we've, we've got this kind of now a, a whole lot of things we're putting in place. Um, a few years ago, we decided it would be a good idea to put senior players and have them have more involvement with the juniors. So every team of the juniors has got a senior player or someone from the seniors involved in their coaching. Um, and that's meant that the kids, the, the boys and girls in the junior part of the club start to see the senior part as their pathway and mm. see it as their club. They feel connected. Yeah. Um, but we go from Auskick all the way up, so it's to we've also got to build up the Auskick. Um, I don't know if you're aware. Last year we didn't actually have an under 17s. We oh, ended wow. up with a, a bit of a hole there going mm. to the seniors. So we're looking at uh, now making those connections with our under 17s and under 19s, getting them to train together at time, like once or twice through the season, um, and getting that pathway happening through into the seniors. And we actually two weeks ago we, we celebrated our third annual Tiger Day, which is nice. bringing the whole club together. You know, and the, our under 17s this year have got a um, some boys in a band, so they played, and then we had uh, fireworks, and you know the seniors were playing, but the little kids were doing Oz kicks straight after the seniors, <laughs> and it was kind of everyone together, and it's yeah. a it gives it a good 
kind of family vibe. Which it's a great way of doing it. Yeah. In, yeah. In, instead of those clubs that are sort of split, you know, with seniors, juniors, and yeah. everyone's fighting. Uh, it's great to hear that there are still clubs out there that are one club. Yeah, and I think because I've got boys, my two sons are in the juniors, so I've got one in the under-15s and under-17s, and um, and I've also had a lot to do with the women's team, um, and so the senior women's team, I should say. So because I, I sort of have, uh, I know people on both ends, uh, it, when I was um, when it was suggested that I take on the role, I, I was um, thrilled to do it. I, I love the club, and I think that um, if you want the club to be somewhere that, you know, well, I, I view it as somewhere where my kids can actually find more than the football, mm. um, another adult, like mm. another dad or a coach or other other players, older players that they can connect with because they don't always want to talk to their mum. Mine <laughs> often don't want to talk to their mum. And so it means that they've got other people. It's like, you mm. know, it becomes your extended family. Yeah. And if you want that to work and be strong, I believe you've actually got to get in there and help out and, you know, help them make it that way. And exciting things happening down at St. Bede's, isn't yes. there, at the moment? Yes, exciting and, um, yeah, a little crazy at the moment. <laughs> it looks all very different right now um, with the build. Um, we've got uh, a lot of the beginning of this year was taken up with moving out of the old club rooms. We found a couple of gems in there that we didn't know we'd lost, <laughs> yeah. like the 1928 flag. We sort of found that wow. up in a corner somewhere. Yeah, so we'll get that go. restored to hang in the new club rooms. But, yeah, so it's all knocked over mm. and um, the build is all on track to be finished by the time next season rolls around, which is good. Nice. That's amazing. And your football background, how did this, this role come about for you? Well, I, I, um, I come from a long line of um, devoted, my children are, uh, seventh generation St Kilda supporters, and so um, and the whole <laughs> family are mad saints. So Good we, to hear we got know, some other St Kilda supporters. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we, um, you know, we all the family go together with our reserve seats, at, you know, at at, um, at the dome, and, and we, um, I'm just a, a bit of a footy tragic, but also, you know, with the boys um, playing, I thought, well, if they're going to be there all the time, I might as well be down there doing something with <laughs> them. Monitoring, I don't see them, you know. Yeah, so I, I do, I do, um, I do love it though. And we we've, we've got a, an amazing group of people, got terrific people on all the committees, and um, and the players are, you know, a really um, awesome, awesome bunch of, of kids, and um, from you know littleies right up to our seniors, and it's it's just a, it's a good place to be. It feels mm. good being there. Mm. You know? So it's not a chore. It's actually. Um, it, it feels good to be down there. I'm actually getting more out of it probably than they realise. They probably think I'm doing it for them. I actually doing it for <laughs> That's myself. Good. Yeah. Do, yeah. Do you get much? Um, do you get much sort of correspondence from the likes of Luke Beveridge, who was one of the great coaches at St Bede's, C grade, B grade, mm. and then he won you an A grade flag all in all within three years. Mm. Uh, obviously in the seniors, but do you ever get him down to sort of maybe talk to the juniors and help them mentor, get them through to the sort of the senior footy side of things? Yeah, well, Luke and <coughs> Luke and uh, Paul Groves as well, mm. who's the you know the um, Bulldogs women's coach. They they both were at lunch uh, at our club a couple of weeks ago. Mm. They you're obviously really busy people as yeah. we all are. Um, but yeah, whenever they they can help out, they do. So it's um, you know I, I see um, um, Bevo come down occasionally because you know when um, when his son's playing. But also um, you know Paul's happy to help out when he can come and talk to our women's side. Um, so it's it's great to have those um, those people that can talk of success and and motivate others, especially if there are times when we're not doing so well. Um, and we're lucky to have we're lucky to have that those kind of connections. I think. Mm. Yeah. And you look at like Luke Beveridge when he coached those what three flags yeah. in a row at St Bede's. Under him, you had um, Sam Anstey went mm -hmm. on and coached local footy, successful yes. at Morty Ellick. Yeah. Sammy Hecker, coach yeah. height to a premiership, mm -hmm. and they've all been under that Luke Beveridge yes. era. 
Yeah. Fantastic people. It was an unreal team. It that's was. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. three-peat. Yeah. And I think that last year they had the the 10-year reunion of the last one of those. And um, so um, it's, you know, it, it's nice to be able to um, to recognise mm. that because it was a really, well, clearly it was an exceptional time. I know my kids at that time were all, they were in the juniors, the really littleies, and um and they used to, you know, they just. I remember one of my kids. All he wanted was a St. Bede's Jack Elliot jumper yeah. at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about. Uh, want to talk about on field for a second. I think mm-hmm. um, uh, went back up to A grade last year. Um, wasn't the year sort of for the for the boys. What's the? Uh, I mean, you've brought in Billy Hartung this year, which is yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, is there a be- is there a belief that you can get back to A grade and really really uh, get you know be in the top four again and and stick in there? Well, of course, you want to be able to of move course, back yeah. into the, you know, to be in the the, the mm. top, um, the top part of the the competition. Um, but I I'm, know that Michael's um, his his um, belief is that you need to have that solid foundation, and mm. so at the moment they're they're building on that, um, looking at you know at, at the culture and the and the motivation, and and of course that will be where you want to move back to. But you you've got to make sure mm. that you're you're playing where you're competitive and be able to play your best footy and and develop and uh, at a at a uh, an appropriate rate. And so um, at the moment he's um, he's working hard with these these boys to to you know obviously that's the goal eventually. Um, but whether or not it's next year or whether it's after that, um, you know it'll be at the time that's right for the team when they're when they're ready to move. And so last year you were just saying you've got to you've got to go up when you think you're ready. Blah blah. Mm. Did they feel like they were ready to be back in A grade last year, or do you think it was maybe just not right, not the right timing? Yeah, look, I hadn't really thought about mm. the timing of that really, but you you, you make a good point, and, and perhaps um, you know the, the well now the results show that perhaps it wasn't mm. the right time, um, and you know to be competitive, um, you've got to actually be be ready mm. for that, and um, and you know we've got um, a, an amazing. Um, Punch in the in the seniors and the reserves. Now, actually, having you know the the, the motivation with all of that has has brought more um, kids on board, and we've actually got the thirds as well this year, which they're having a great time running around the park on a weekend. But they, um, but yeah, I think um, that last year, you know, obviously it um, it wasn't the the outcome that we would have hoped for in that season, and um, and you know, looking back at that, perhaps perhaps the timing was was um, wasn't right. Mm. So you seem to have a, a really good structure there off the field with the administration side of things, and, and there are a lot of clubs out there, not just in the Amos, but also mm-hmm. in the Southern Footy League that I suppose are struggling more so to get that buy-in from sort of younger people coming up to potentially play senior football and under-19s. Is there any sort of advice that you could give other clubs that could be struggling how they can sort of recruit for the under nineteens and seniors, or like, not to give away too many secrets, of course. Yeah, I'm just going to tell everyone what we're doing. I suppose, like you know, St. Bede's Swintone Tigers have a proud history, and and they mm. seem to be you know kicking goals even without and proper facilities these days. Mm. It, the, at the, the current time, while you build new facilities, like mm. uh, what 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 do you think the key is to having a successfully ran football club, basically? Oh, I think well, that's a big question because it's, in, it is, in, in, it is. In, from your point of view. Yeah, like, what do you yeah. think? I think that um, we're lucky at Mentone. There is a, a, a really um, 
a big sense of loyalty with Mentone. It's it's uh, even just the area and the community is ve- really strong. Yeah. Um. It's how um. It's how we we see ourselves. It's how some people describe we describe ourselves. Mm. Um. So that that goes a long way to actually getting people on board. Mm. I think um. Also we're we're off the field um, looking at ways to assist as part of the community is how, how you assist people to well we, we've got a whole lot of kids that um, you know we, we're like the new footy te- footy clubs are like the new church these days people don't go to church <laughs> they, they kind of look at the footy club for, you yeah. know yeah. But you go to the footy club for your on a, support on a week, your people, a week. Yeah, yeah and you go once, once yeah. a week yeah. um, so but as part of that you actually you know we're, we're like that fa- extended family or village that you know that, that whole village to raise a child kind it's of a great thing. way yeah. of putting it and that then yeah, and by it. doing that you're actually all in there together so we're, we're looking at, at um, ways of supporting our players in terms of um, looking at mental health initiatives and, and training for them and mm. we're actually about to implement that across the club Great. Um, but also things like um, with that you've got your drugs and alcohol and, and mm. you know and mm. um, and the um, there's a whole lot of other areas that, that across society that need support and I think that footy clubs are starting to do that more the more that you actually become a positive place to be, the more you draw people in, and mm. um, and I think that we're we're doing that. It's, it is, it does feel like a good mm. place to be. Um, we we last year, and I'm, I'm sure you're aware, last year, um, just talking on those mental health initiatives. We yesterday played in the thick and thin um, round, the the VAFA round, and mm-hmm. um, last year we were very, um, it was we very sadly lost one of our players, uh, one of our senior women's players, um, and we did some work with outside the locker room, who's an organisation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of them. Yep. They do some yep. amazing work, and they came and worked with our senior women's team at that time um, when uh, when our player Laura passed away, and now um, we're going to be doing some work with them um, in that in that space, mental health, but also positive behaviours and um, dealing you know, to, to try and make sure that we've got our players being the best people out in the community they can be, mm. like leaders in the community. Mm. Um, and that, I think, brings more people on board. You know, when you're doing stuff to be positive, not just in your own club, but yep. further out, I think it, 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 it resonates with people. Beautiful yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think education is also important for footballers because, you know, it's it's one thing to, to have footballers... At a football club, it's another to have them down the right path. We saw you know? Tom Boyd yeah. during the week. I mean, yeah. he yeah. obviously called time on his career because he he just wasn't wasn't feeling good about it's, footy. It's a so big thing, mental health. You need yeah. to make sure that yep. yeah, they're all they're all well well handled. And yeah, I agree, and I think we've got the capacity to actually support people with mm, that. Oh, and if you've got the capacity, you've almost got the responsibility as a you know as a community club. Mm. Um, and we we're all volunteers, and players will feel loved as well that Absolutely. you guys are putting yep. in the time to give yeah. them that support. Yeah. You know. And, and, and they're worth it, you know. Yeah. They're just they're just such they're, they're such good yeah. people. And it yeah. comes back to what you keep saying: we're a family down there, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's so yeah. it's it's like you. What's what you're doing for your for your extended family? Yeah, that's right. And mm. and when you you're doing that, I think, um, you know, there's there's um, there's clubs that I think. Um, might struggle at times, and sometimes you've got to come back to well, what what are your core values? What are you there for? Mm. Okay. And of course, yep. we're there to get out on the on the field and to do the best we can and to play at the highest level. Um, but people are not just you know they don't just have they're not one dimensional. So then you've got to look at well, what makes them be able to do that to the best of their ability, and that's <clears throat> building them up in all mm. those other areas. So we're we're trying to work on and that. And you too. look in the area too. Cheltenham Footy Club, Bay yeah. Morris Football Club, Parkdale Vultures Football Club, <laughs> and uh, and it, and I know a lot of the boys go through the school at St Bede's yeah. and they come through, but 
it's tough now, isn't it? Everyone's it is. in everyone's own backyard, and yeah. um, obviously the the mighty dolls crept in for the young ones now yeah. who want to go overseas, and, mm. and we're all going through it. So it, it's it's tough. It is, and the, and there's also the social media stuff. You know, yep. that, that yeah. it's it, it's in your face everywhere it you is. go all the yep. time. So you can pretend that you're not right next door or surrounded by you know all the other clubs, but but. They're always um, right there. And I must say, though, we do have um, fairly good relationships with the other clubs yep. too, which is a good thing. So I just want to go back to uh, your one – I love it – your one-club mentality, um, yeah. and it's it's something that a lot of teams can learn from. With your uh, with your functions, do you do functions seniors, juniors, women's all, yep. all together, and then maybe some just for the senior boys? Yeah, and, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we had the Tiger Day was the whole club. Cool. We've got coming up. We've got um, the Sambeats, uh, the women of Sambeats Pentone Tigers, and they run a uh, like a ladies' day lunch. Mm-hmm. I think it's already booked out. It's huge. Wow. Um, and that has women from uh, from the junior side as well as the senior side, and all together on that day. Mm. Um, then we've also got this year, um, or we did last year as well. Um, Jane's match, which um, oh, yeah. Jane Barnes, who passed away, um, um, and her father Russell is our reserves coach. Yep. And um, Jane used to do a lot of work for um, the Maddie Revolt Vision right. um, yeah. Foundation. So, yeah. we've um, our um, Jenna Ross, one of our um, wonderful club members, runs a, a Jane's match event and raises um, funds for that. Gee, Jenna's um, been there for years, hasn't yeah, she? she has. like, she's organised the luncheons with Wendy Garside. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, she's been there yeah. for both, Good a long people. time. Yeah, mm. great people. They are, aren't they? Um, but yeah, so that that's the whole club comes together mm, for that nice. kind of thing. But we do have um, we do have functions that are just junior, just mm. senior. Mm. Um, but you know, we're trying to have that that one club, mm. um, you know, where people are invited to to both mm. and it's starting to, to get traction because mm. I think for a, a little while it was very um, separate yeah. and it's it's yep. coming well, together. It's, it's great to hear because obviously at my the cricket club I play at we try and we try and do functions that we can include juniors in but yeah. it seems you know there's sometimes a little bit of a divide with this whole drinking uh, side of things and obviously you know bars make a lot a lot of money for footy mm. clubs and cricket clubs so it's sort of you, you got to find that balance but it's great to hear that you guys are, are, are mixing the two uh, yeah. the three together yeah well and bars do make money and, yeah. um, oh, yeah. and our parents you know they, they yeah. come down and have a drink too <laughs> yeah. and, um, so we have every Sunday we have a, a junior um, what we call Tiger Talk where um, they alternate between the 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 babies the the youngest part of the junior um, committee and then the older um, the older junior teams um, and they just do their awards but then it means that they can actually mm. connect because you're you're out of different grounds all the time yeah. you actually get to see each yep. other so and then trainings at different times so it means that those families can all connect and then um, when they've got senior players coming down and, and talking to them it's um you know it's a great way to connect all sides of the club together mm. we we're at the moment um, trying to push our Oz kick and um, we've um, delivered show bags to a whole lot of kinders in the local area this nice. year and getting onto them. Great campaign. Um, yeah, so we, we're finding that uh, if, you, if you've if you got um, good Oz kick numbers, you, you mm. actually, it, it flows on right mm. through because, um, you know, we, we didn't have an under-17s last year, so that, that makes a bit of a gap. Um, and so having strong numbers all the way through, it, it flows on through into mm. your seniors, you know. So, so with the Oz kick so, side of things, some clubs run it on a Friday night, yeah. so the parents knock off work, come down. Down bar rope, you know what I mean, yes. and then some run it on a Saturday morning. Yeah. But then it, it's hard. You don't. That's hard. But you know, the amount I know I've even heard some do it on a Sunday as well. So yeah, don't know. It's yeah. Sunday's pretty hard, given that the juniors will play on a well, Sunday. That's right. Yeah, that's a bit, bit tricky. You just but, um, got to get that balance, don't you, to get yeah. them either a Friday night or a Saturday morning. So and I suppose there are all possibilities for us once yeah. the new build, because next year things will you know will change up again. I tell you, once your new rooms are done, you'll mm. notice people just come in. 
off the street who are yep. curious to see what it's like inside. And I know clubs who have just got new rooms in the area done. That's what happens. Yeah, well, Wayne, we, we would welcome it, them. Is no, it double, love it. Is Wayne, it double Wayne story? Knows some experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it double story down there at Brindisi? It will be, it yeah. Will be? yeah. Yeah, nice. So the, the, the function rooms will be on the top. And then the um, change. Love that. Oh, yeah. Should see the planes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I should have caught them. It'd be you. better than level one at Morty Alec. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, I wish that's very I wish, good. I wish the cricket club had double story. Oh, yeah. It's a way to go, isn't it? Upstairs, <laughs> yeah. Everyone, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, great view, yeah. and you can yeah. look over the top. And it's good, a big deck yeah. outside. Yeah. And, and who was yeah. behind that at Saint? Was it Phil? Da- was it Phil Davis or someone behind your Peter club? Davis? Peter yeah. Davis. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. yes. So yeah. we've got we when at this this year we're fundraising. Um, Furiously, because mm. we've got to raise mm. fifty grand to put in from our, um, you know, from us, um, and then uh, we also need a hundred grand for the fit out. So Oof. there are tax deductible, mm. d- yeah. tax deductible, yeah. take any tax deductible yeah. donation. Yep. Um, but yeah, we'll be doing a lot of fundraising for that too. Mm. Awesome. Mm. Beautiful stuff. And is there any sort of functions upcoming or uh, club events that you'd like to put a bit well, of a shout out? The for? Janes match definitely, um, and that's a you know that's something that we're um, we're quite passionate about. Mm. Um, what date's that on? That's Janes match is on the seventeenth of. 17th of August, okay. yep. yes. Yep, cool. um, and um, we're also at the moment, and this is um, something that um, we've only just sort of um, talked about yesterday at the match. One of our um, one of our um, club um, club members is doing some work in PNG, so we've donated yeah. a whole lot of our old jumpers to go to small communities up there, so the kids actually have a footy jumper to wear, cool. Cool. and getting Good. AFL up there. But um, we're now going to do a bit of a boot drive for all of our, mm. our players who. Um, don't we, you know some kids they put a boot on and you know and halfway through the season they've grown out of it so um, <laughs> we put those in and send those up there so that's something else we've got to get out um, to all of our people to encourage them to get those in get your boots in um, so that we can send those off to to other communities up there but um, yeah the the, the Jane's Day and the the women's um, the women's lunch we've got we've got actually a heap of lunches coming up yep. um, so um, and we will be having some kind of um, Event later in the in the season, yep. but it's still being um, planned in the planning stages, and that will be the big fundraiser for for the new build. Which you know we need to we need to make sure that we've got those funds so that we can um, we can actually have something to sit on when we get in there. <laughs> <laughs> and your luncheons have always been good. Yeah, lunches are great. We've uh, we've got a new bloke, Jamie, who's doing the doing the luncheons, yep. and the, he's he's a ripper. So yeah, they're, they're they're going along well. I went one. I went to one many years ago, and my good friend Tommy Brain invited me down, and yes. um, I reckon there would have been. 120 people in that room at least. Well, there've been um, at least some huge ones, yeah. and then and then some this year. You know, on the target day, that was only a really small one because yeah. we obviously had the rest of the the big day coming on. But Tommy's now doing a um, a Tommy's talk, and he's interviewing people. He's got a doing a little um, telly <laughs> segment. And it's sensational. Oh. So um, you'll, I'll, we'll have to send that in for you. Is his office still there? Has he still got his office? No, the office no. was knocked over. Oh, yeah. the, um, well, yeah, gone. Tommy's office is gone. He's in a portable at the back at the yeah. minute. I know, um, I know what's in his portable too. I don't think there's much in his portable at the moment. Shout out to the great man. He served many years doing a radio program dedicated to the league on this radio station for a long time. And... Yeah, hello, Tommy. If you're passionate and proud man, he's yeah. just been made a life member. This yeah, year. I did so see that. Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, which is wonderful. And he's always down there, isn't he? He's yes. always, you yeah. know, fantastic. Yeah. And they, again, volunteers and a lot of clubs are lacking 
Good help. Good. Well, I think that's one thing with some clubs is they don't, uh, you know, people are scared to volunteer because they think it's going to be a huge job. Yep. And we're finding that we can get people to just, just ask them to do one job, just mm. one, something yep. small. And if you get enough people doing small jobs, then it doesn't take over any for anyone. So yeah. um, that's another thing that we're trying uh, trying to get more people in mm. to volunteer. Definitely. And any sponsors you'd like to thank for supporting? Yes. Well, oh, Club? well, Bendigo Bank has been doing some good sponsorship um, for us. Um, you know, and and the with the the Derby with us in Parkdale, they had a, a cup earlier in the in yep. the year, which was nice to, to win that. But yep. um, we've also our major sponsor, which is CCH um, Hairdressing in Mentone. Yep. And Ron and Marg down there do a, a fabulous job. They're so supportive of us. Yep. Um, they um, they also do a special now with um, um, particular teams each month that can come get their hair cut for free. Oh, wow. Last year they had, if you, each week was a different number, you know, for, yeah. for jumper number, yeah. good, come in and make sure you wear your jumper and you get a free haircut. That's good. So, um, That's yeah, great. They're Very fabulous. Good. Yeah. Especially in that part, Mentone's got a whole lot of building going yeah. on yeah. in the middle oh, of it there. dreadful so, at the moment. Yeah, mm. so it's good to be able to get people into there. And good bakery in Mentone. Oh, yeah. Great Mentone bakery. bakery. Very, very the, uh, highly recommended. There's another, yeah. there's another place I like, Corner. I think it's the Corner... Corner store, corner, corner store, store there. yeah. Um, oh wow, do a good Palmer there. Yeah, the corner store is fabulous. We <laughs> yeah. had our um, the women of St. Bezant and Tigers launched there last year. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good little some spot. Great place yeah. Time. yeah. Nice. Beautiful stuff. Well, Lou, thank you so much mm. for giving us some of your time great this chat. morning. Really appreciate it. I know you're you're a busy woman and you're doing great things for the football club in, in your your busy role. So be heading so, to junior footy today, wouldn't you? I am going to junior <laughs> footy. Yes, I am. I'm heading to the under 17s shortly. And, to to yeah. take out uh, 20 minutes of your time to to join us this morning. Really appreciate it and, and hearing all the great work that uh, you're doing and the club's doing uh, we really appreciate it so thanks so much That's for coming in this morning thank you thanks Lou Pritchard Nicholson the, the head of uh, football at St. Bede's Mentone Tigers going well at the Tigers they're, they're a good football club plenty of history we will take a break here on Beyond the Boundary on 88.3 Southern FM plenty more still to come Like an old-fashioned trash and treasure market with everything from plants to pre-loved clothing, homewares to crafted jewellery and much more. Then join us at Bentley Sunday Market, 7am to midday every Sunday at Bent Street Car Park next to Bentley Station. All proceeds go to community projects of Bentley Moorabbin Central Rotary Club. Mention Southern FM for a free cloth shopping bag online at bentleymarket.org. Southern FM sponsor. Hello. I lost my 17-year-old son to the effects of bullying and sadly, I'm not the only one. Every day, thousands are suffering the pain and humiliation of bullying. The Bully Zero Australia Foundation deliver evidence-based education programs to schools, workplaces and community groups. For more information, visit our website bzaf.org.au or search Bully Zero Australia. For the best in news, views, interviews, entertainment and finance, you can't afford to miss Friday Magazine. Nine o'clock every Friday morning on 88.3 Southern FM. With Graeme Johnston, Paul Gertel and Leanne Cutler. They may be oldies, but they're goodies. Today, when you think of medical research, you think of stem cell research and Australian Lions Clubs have made the difference in stem cell research. Their contribution has led to the first adult brain stem cell cultures in Australia and your donations have made this possible. 
and just as a pebble thrown into a pond sends out a ripple in all directions, Lions Club support of the Spinal Cord Society has spread out to the international search for a cure for spinal cord injury. Every Saturday morning from 10 until noon, you can hear all the latest Australian releases on the all-new Saturday Osmosis. Interviews with the artists and live studio performances. All new, all Australian, all genres, all good. All new Saturday Osmosis, every Saturday morning from 10 until noon. The Salvation Army has a new alcohol awareness campaign. Part of the message is that it's now time for all alcohol products to carry warnings for consumers. Here are the facts. Alcohol is a drug. You can become dependent on it. Alcohol can increase the risk of getting cancer, including breast and liver cancer. Get the facts for yourself. Download a free brochure on alcohol from salvationarmy.org.au. That's salvationarmy.org.au. Hey, Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic is really bad. Oh, there's Steve-o. Okay, Steve. Good morning. How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate? Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you okay? Listen, encourage action, and check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at areyouok.org.au. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. This is Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. 0404000736. We still want to hear from you this morning. What's uh, a club that you've been a part of that were had high expectations of them in a season and didn't quite live up to those expectations in the season? 0404000736. Great to have Lou in. Chatting about St. Bede's Mentone Tigers. That was a great chat. I just love the fact that, you know, in this day and age when there's so many footy clubs that are blowing, you know, St. Kilda City don't, aren't involved with their juniors. East Brighton aren't really involved in their juniors. And you, then you got some Beads who are actively involved in the whole club. I just think it's great. How was my question about how do you get football clubs to be successful? She, she gave you a... Uh, that's a tough question, Carl. Yeah. 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 Well, I, up. well done. You know me. I yeah. asked a tough question. Hard I'm hitting. not afraid to do it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. That's why you're the host. Let's go into some more results from the Amos and we'll head to Premier B and we'll talk about briefly St. Bede's Mentone Tigers, who we were just talking about. They did have a win yesterday at home, 14-23-107, defeating Old Geelong, 10-5-65. Came back, came from behind. Cowan with four, Faye with three, Kaya with two, Hartung, Billy Hartung named the best. Best on ground. Tyquan and... Kai Beveridge named in the best there too. So a slow start for them, but uh, really, uh, really pick things up sort of from the second quarter. Definitely good result for them. Wood kicked four for Old Geelong. Hatsis with two. They were the multiples. Wood, Dixon, and Horsfall named in the best there. Yesterday, Brunswick Street over eleven ten seventy six Fitzroy Fitzroy boys of old defeating Bo Morris twelve oh, sorry defeated by defeated by Bo Morris twelve nine eighty one I put my tongue back in my mouth <laughs> uh, good result for Bo Morris there going away travelling to Brunswick Street Oval and uh, getting the job done there narrowly I'd love to have seen the last couple of minutes of this game Davy with three goals now the multiple for Fitzroy there Davy Turner. And Zagis, the best there for the Roy boys. And for Bo Morris, Petering kick three was the only multiple. Bennett, Diggins and Petering named in the best for Bo Morris. Good to see Bo Morris get a win. Going well, the Sharks. Mm. Mm. Going well. 
It's a up handy and win over uh, over a up and about Fitzroy side. They won the flag in Premier C last year. I think so. I'm pretty yeah, sure they did. Yeah. We'll have to I'm check that. Sure they did. But how good that Parkdale Vultures, Bowie and St. Bede's all playing each other mm. this year? Mm. The local area, yeah, yeah. Very good. Speaking of the Parkdale Vultures, good win by them yesterday. 2011-131 at Jerry Green Reserve, defeating Monash Blues 6-9-45. For Parkdale, Love had four. Dylan with three. Bolan with two. McDermott, two. Dezerkos, two. Manning, two. Jeez, they lined up. Manning, two. Jenkins, two. Bally, Kale, and Love named in the best for Parkdale. And for Not Monash Harley, Blues. though. Not Harley, Bally. No. Must no. be his brother. That's a brother, yes. Yeah. Brother so first time I think Harley hasn't been named in the best this mm. year. <laughs> and for the Monash Blues, Taylor had three goals. Petering with two. Cameron, Taylor, and Commons named in the best there for the Monash Blues. This next result. Now... Still this, no sign of him? No no sign of him, but he, I heard he was playing... Is it Pearsdale? yesterday, yep. The great okay. Brandon Goddard. So he's obviously re- recovered from the and hand. he'll be ready, I'd say, yeah. Interesting, well, though. He hasn't made an appearance with Caulfield, yeah. but he... he goes I have no doubt this would have been locked in oh, earlier on. Yeah, and he's, yeah, and yeah. he's gave his commitment to the Pearsdale I'd football say he's club. Probably, he, would have done the luncheon, would have hanged around, played the game. and He's probably... He's probably um, uh, confirmed a date with Caulfield and they'll probably do a big yeah. luncheon and oh, everything that day. Will, so. yeah. 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 Good win, though. Caulfield, 16-13-109, defeated Old Scotch, 6-4-40. Jeez, yeah, good result for Caulfield. For Caulfield, Stewart kicked five, Dobos with four, Baltus with three, Edwards, Thompson and Short named in the best there for Caulfield. And for Old Scotch, Gilbert had two, was the only multiple there. Gilbert, Clark and Hayes named in the best. And the final game, Old Hayley Burians, 11-11-77, went down to University Blacks, 19-12-126. Durris Seckel. Durris. Five goals. He'll be for, back in the Sandy team in no time. For Old Halebury, Thompson with two. Trevedon, Seckel, and Seckel. There's a couple of Seckel there is. playing there for Old Halebury. Named in the best there. And for Uni Blacks, wow. McCullough kicked eight. Leahy Ooh. two. Roy Smith two. Huntington two. Moorfield, Swift, and McCullough named in the best there. That's And a good player there too, Carl, for Old Halebury. Lockie Trevedon. Okay. He's a ruckman and goes well. Yep. Has aspiration? Is he on a VFL list uh, anyway? Not sure, but okay. I've, I've, I've had a chat to him a couple of times. A mid-season yeah. draft coming up, you never know. Yeah. Very good. Well, uh, yeah, good result there uh, in that oh, game. A draw. Draw. Going oh. to the William Buck Premier Division, and we did speak about this a little earlier, Donis. Uh, a mate of ours was uh, calling this game... The Piglet. The Piglet. And uh, Old Brighton, 12-13-85. Drew with Old Trinity, 13-7-85 at Brighton Beach Oval. A tough draw. one, tough one there for uh, for both sides. Mm. I probably would have been keen for a win, but um, how did it uh, how did it play out? With the was it tied all the way through? Uh, well, Old Brighton Old jumped Brighton. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, had the jump, and then they've made the comeback. Old Trinity in the last quarter. Look to, at the margin at three quarter time, though. I mean, yeah. two, they were two goals down at three quarter time. Three goals down at three quarter mm. time. So fairly good effort there from uh, from Old Trinity to to bounce back. Yeah. So Lewis had six. Lazy Bagger six. Hill had three for Old Brighton. Hill Lewis and Tommy Fisher in the best again for Old Brighton. It's always Having tough. To, it's always tough to know how to feel after a draw, isn't well, it? Well, that's right. Yeah. It's just sort yeah. of. Oh yeah, we got two points. Two but, points. Yeah. yeah. And for Old Trinity, Polidoros had four. Tinny with three, and Wood with two. Tinny, Polidoros, and Hamilton named in the best there. I think that's the first draw for. Uh, first draw for the, for the year. year. It certainly so. is. Yeah, very interesting results. Speaking Ooh. of interesting results, Ooh. they're back. Oh, they Kerry's are back. Complex yesterday afternoon. <laughs> Seven eight fifty old Kerry were defeated by St Kevin's twenty two sixteen one hundred and forty eight. Don't mind. Yep. 
no multiples from old Kerry, but Locke, Jask, and Gaff named in the best there for look St. Kevin. Look who's bagged six. <laughs> <laughs> Should give him a call. No, I'm kidding. Jared Waite, six goals. Wood with three. Andrews with three. Sullivan with three. Barnett with two. Holden with two. They lined up yesterday. And the best players for St. Kevin's. Four. Oh, I was going to say Jared Waite would be stiff not to make the best plays, but he did. We'll have to get him in one one week. I reckon. I think we yeah, will. Maybe yeah. next week we'll look to try and uh, have a chat to him if we can on the phone or in studio. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. call. Waite, Wood and Sullivan, the best players for St. Kevin's. Uh, oh, I don't like the look of this result. De La Salle <laughs> yesterday went to Alstonwick Park over to play Old Melburnians. 14-17-101, Old Melburnians defeating De La 8-10-58. Worrying signs for the Ds this year. Uh, not good stuff, indeed. Yeah, not good. Old Melbourne is on the other hand. Payne had two, Banner two, Gibbons two. The best for Old Melbourne were Paul Hosking and Banfield, and for Dela no multiples. Bert Shannon and Greekin in the best there for Dela. Last game of the round, this one. Don't. No. Uh, there's only one game left. We don't need to go through the last no, there's, one. There's two more. No, no, no. We don't need to go through oh, the last yeah. one. Sure. Don't need to go through. Sure, it. you don't want to have the no, one. No, I thought they were the premiers. <laughs> Uh, Collegians, good to see them back on the winners' board yesterday, defeating St. Bernard's of all teams, eighteen fourteen one twenty two. So the Bernard's nine ten sixty four. Would you say this is an upset? I nah, reckon no. Nah. This has been coming from I've, the collegians. I've said it for a few weeks. I think Bernard's were on the slide after a few good weeks. They were on the slide, and I've, I've maintained that collegians were going to were going to uh, find their way back up the uh, back up the ladder at, at some point. So they sit fifth now, and they're. On the verge of the top four. Good win by them. Scott with three. Amidas with three. Ferguson two. Bazzani two. Johnson two. Bosher two. Jeez, there's a lot of clubs that have had footballers good goals this weekend. Uh, Zimbucks, Hunt and Bazzani named in the best. Good to see Tail Hunt named in the best for Collegians. Mm, he's back. And for Burnens, McLeod had four and Caven had two. Farrell, Angel and Bentick named in the best for St. Burns. And there. let's move on to the Southern Footy League. And yeah. the final, <laughs> final result to come out of uh. Winnipeg Premier Division yesterday afternoon was Uni Blues, who are really having a good season this year, 15-13-103, defeated Old Zavarians, who was supposed to be Premiers this I year. never said that. 9-14-68. I sat here last week and said you take it one week at a time. We're not counting our chickens. What happened? Flag in the bag. No, Undefeated all season. No, yep. that was what Joey Pignataro said yep. about Bernards. I've said, and, and I'll say this, all good teams need to have a loss. All right? Every team needs to have a loss at one point, you know, just to get that feeling back. So uh, I think they'll bounce back next week against... Uh, against. Jeez, who are we playing next week? I can't even remember. I think we've got Kerry next week. Um, apparently in this, though, Rowan Buick has maybe tweaked a, tweaked a calf, tweaked a hammy. So mm. that's a big loss. Um, Will Ham's still to come back in as well. But, uh, yeah, not a great day for the Zavs, but we'll bounce back. We'll be right. No, not a great day indeed. Just have a look at the ladder, though. Uh, you have a look at uh, some of the... Re- Goal kickers there. Quinn kicked three for Uni Blues. Young two. McCooler two. Capra Quinn and McCooler named to the best there. And for Old Zavs, Margin was the only multiple two there. The Margin proved deadly for the Old Zavarians. <laughs> margin Holmes and Gilbert in the best there for Old Zavs. You want to look at the ladder? Certainly do. Righto. Looking at the ladder. And Still top. Oh, look at that. Old Zavarians clearly Still on, top. on top five and one. Uh, Uni Blues second on five and one. St. Kevin's third, four and two. Old Melburnians fourth, four and two. Collegians three and three, St Bernard's three and three, Old Brighton two and three, Old Trinity one and four. I don't know if that's been updated. 
Uh, Old Carey, 1 and 5, and D. Larsell sitting mm. on the bottom of the ladder. Healthy one percentage five. for uh, Zavs and for Uni Blues as handy well. Handy to have. Handy to have. Very yeah. handy to so have. So we got Carey next week. I'm not sure who they're playing, but um, look, I did I did say a few weeks ago Uni Blues were a team to beat. They did slip up uh, once against, I think it was St. Kevin's last week, um, but they'll, uh, they'll be a team to beat again, but... Not a not a great week for the old Zavs. Mm. Bill Shorten, he was a Zav as well. Oh. Two losses for them this week. Are we, are we getting political again? Are we? No, no, no. I'm just saying he was a he was a Xavier boy. Not necessarily uh, related, but no. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a big politics man anyway, so no. don't worry about no, it. No, but uh, did I notice something on Twitter from you relating to Bill Shorten and Zavs? And it was the exact same thing as what I just said then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> Hoping but- for two Zavs wins. Yeah, anyway. I don't really care. Uh, it's 18 minutes to midday. We might take another quick short break here on Southern FM and come back and wrap up a big interleague match that occurred yesterday and some of the results from the Southern Footy Netball League. This is Beyond the Boundary here on 88.3. I get to jump, run, ride, laugh. <laughs> Because of blood donors, I got to beat leukaemia. <laughs> when you give blood at the Red Cross Blood Service, it only takes an hour and it feels so good knowing you've helped someone like Charlotte. To donate, visit donateblood.com.au or call 13 14 95 today. I'm Ray Martin and I was lucky enough to call Fred Hollows a mate and to witness his amazing sight-restoring work. The operation he pioneered continues to free people from blindness today. You can imagine their joy when the bandages are removed and they can see. We call it the Fred moment, and all it can take is a $25 donation to the Fred Hollows Foundation. If you'd like to make a Fred moment happen, then please donate at hollows.org today. Dad? Yes, mate? I spy with my little eye something beginning with M. Milk bar? No. Magpie? No. Oh, gee. Um, Martians? No. Can we see it? Yeah, I can see two of them now. Right. Mack trucks? No. Is it inside the car or outside? Outside. Outside. They're all around you, but they're hard to see. I give up. What is it? Motorbikes. Put yourself in their shoes. From Sandringham to South Yarra, you're listening to Southern FM. This is Beyond the Boundary, your home of local footy in 2019. Text us in 0404000736. We still want to hear from you. What have, uh, when have you been a part of a footy club that uh, was expected to do well, that underperformed heavily in this season? 0404000736. Now, speaking of uh, not exactly getting the results, it was a disappointing result for the Southern Footy Netball League. Bug, we'll want to hear your analysis on the whole game, first of all, before we look at the result. Well... Just quickly go back. Obviously, we trained for four sessions, mm-hmm. and we finish up this week at Tuesday, Thursday at um, RSA Park, which yep. was fantastic. Had a team dinner and a meal, and the team got ready, and all the boys got their footy gear ready for the trip. Fantastic night. Um, obviously, a few boys got cut on the night, which was you know, obviously team balance and stiff to miss out, but yep. the buy-in again was good. good. Um, plenty of support from the clubs. A lot of coaches, I doubt, we were pretty good. Yep. Some clubs... You know, again, you have issues about player availability. Mm. You know, a lot of bikes seem to go away. Yeah. <laughs> these little, it happens, just doesn't happen now, it happens in other rep teams. So um, I think we picked a, a pretty good team which was available. And we head up to Romsey yesterday, as I mentioned before. Good trip up there, hour yeah. and a half. Got up there, fantastic surface. Um, wasn't really windy. Uh, and um, 
obviously the the 19s in the football just got beat. The girls in the 19s got up in the netball, and I think the senior netball just got beat. So um, fantastic netball courts on the premises there. Oh, really? At the okay. Romsey, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And we all talked about how good it would have been in the Southern League to have netball courts. Well, it's a bit like when the Interleague was hosted at Lindhurst, you had the netball oh, courts fan- there. exactly what I mentioned sort of yesterday. It's great. Ago, and then yeah. just the atmosphere and that. And then kind of up at Romsey, um, they hosted it really well. Um, after the game, um, chicken parmajama, oh. a few beers on the bus, and what, get um, back. What were the uh, Riddle District like as a? Oh, they were big. Yeah, they had obviously they had um, Dean Put played the yep. ex um, Richmond listed player, quite a quite a big man. They, they they took it pretty seriously, Riddle, because the last couple of years they haven't had the buy-in and whatever. I think this year they've changed their ways and obviously tried to get their best out there. Um, yeah, they had some big big blokes, and um, yesterday it was. It was a typical rep game. Everyone went hammer and tong, and obviously, when we get to the final result, it went right to the wire. And um, no one took a short step. Blokes put their head over the ball, and they were, you know, they were playing for each other. And um, it was pretty seriously. So the the final result being the Southern Footy League eleven fifteen eighty one were defeated by the Riddell District Football Netball League twelve twelve eighty four. Talk us through this. So what bunk. happened was in the last quarter, with probably about five minutes to go, a little bit more, we were nineteen points up and I'm going really well and then again um, Riddle just went bang 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 and it kicked three quick goals and then all of a sudden the siren had gone and the final score on the scoreboard was Southern 10-12-72 defeated Riddle 10-11-71 and um, there was no clock you know not all clubs have clocks and and this was just it wasn't a digital scoreboard and um, all that and Next minute, um, you know, someone said, oh, I think it's a draw, or it is a draw. And we all looked around thinking, well, hang on a minute. Scoreboard We've says gone otherwise. The scoreboard yeah. again, you know, whatever. So anyway, home below, we've got it now. We watch the goal pies, which we all do. And, uh, you know, an official come on and said, um, no one on the ground because whatever. So fair enough, the goal pies go over there and we see the scoreboard changed over. So fair enough, <laughs> scores were level. So it's what you do, five minutes extra time. And again... Uh, went down there, and then, uh, and then, the, as you said, the final score was, which is up there, eleven fifteen eighty one to twelve twelve eighty four. Um, yeah, unfortunately, with the scoreboard, you know, again, really don't know who was in there, but we had proper um, timekeepers from our league, so that was all. That's fine, but mm. we all, the coaching staff and the crowd, all went off the scoreboard. You know what I mean? We thought we'd won by a point. So yeah, so siren goes, and you're up and about like well, you, I think, yeah, we, we all are. And then I heard a bloke out of the fence said, "Oh mate, I think it's a draw," and we all looked around going, "Oh." oh, oh. You were saying you were saying off air it was a couple of kids that were running. Oh, the look, they, yeah, see, yeah. that was on the far side. Yeah. Look, you know. You, you you don't even know who's in there, yeah. you know what I mean? But there was two proper timekeepers, so they they the clock there was no clock, but the you know the quarters were done all properly. So, mm. but yeah, don't know what had happened inside the scoreboard, and unfortunately, everybody went off it. You know, it's a bit of a hiccup. Can I just say this? And this is my opinion, and not that necessarily shared of the station or any league or anything like this. But I think that's pretty poor by AFL Victoria to not have proper people if if it is the case now I don't know I wasn't oh, I there know, yeah. or played at a ground that has a proper scoreboard no, with time no but if mm. if you're if this is a representative game such as this one Spot which is an on. AFL Victoria Spot championships on. game Correct. Yeah. right between for points this four, is four points yeah. right yeah. to to decide whether or not your side becomes 15th ranked in Victoria etc etc yep. it's not good enough to have people that do not know what they're doing Time, uh, not time keeping, keeping score of what's going on in this game. I agree. Because you get situations like this where 
you know, everyone comes together. The Southern Footy Netball League thought they'd won interleague, yeah, and you know, get the points go up, and then everybody it gets involved in a kerfuffle because we think one thing, other people think another, yep. and then the umpires have to come together and work out what the score is. I think they're spot on, Cal. Yeah. I, I, I don't have an issue with it if it's a Saturday afternoon Southern Footy League game and these kids are you know helping out, but there's an adult there helping with the scoreboard. That's fine by me. This is a rep game. This is a game of rep footy for ranking points in the state, and the Southern Footy League have come out and said they want to be, they want to oh. climb up those rankings. Yeah, they essentially they won the game. They won the game. It said on the scoreboard, and yeah. that could have gone a long way to that, getting. Well, them up now the you look at the rankings. You go back two. Yeah. yeah, and now Riddle so go forward two. The Northern so. Footy League are now the number one team in the uh, in yeah. the in the state. Number one um, league, footy league in the state. So, you know, things like that can Little, can yeah. ruin can I, ruin a. a all the hard work, four sessions, um, you know, coming together as a group, going all the way up to Romsey. I know it's all part of footy, but stuff like that can mm. can ruin a ruin a day. And I was I personally, I was flat, and so were a lot of people because yeah. you know you you busted your ass so hard to get over that line, and yeah. again. Uh, everybody was going off the scoreboard, yep. and then when the bloke comes out and says it's five minutes each end, way... And- end of story, mm. no excuses. You oh, need well. to have officials that are capable mm. of keeping score correctly. Could they have got volunteers to do it. the scoreboard? Who I can, knows? And, I, I, and know. we all... Yeah. Fully understand that a lot of these positions are voluntary, right? And the yeah. Riddell districts, if they were responsible for supplying people to keep score, should have said, right... We know this is important because we're both playing for a chance to go higher in the ranking. We need people that have experience keeping score, that have been scoreboard attendants, that can look after this score and get it right. Keep everybody in the crowd updated. Excuse the expression, but it is. You had a few people uh, ring you and ask you what was going on. Well, yeah, because everyone wanted to know know what I mean, and it's just a bit of a flat thing. But anyway, we're in extra time, and um, Riddle got over the line, and we go through the... The, the Southern Football Netball League goal kickers. Um, Jake Mullen, fantastic yesterday. Made his debut in the rep team for the first time. Kicked five, went on the ball in the second half and gave us plenty of drive out the middle. Mm. Uh, you know, if he had his kicking boot on earlier on during the day or whatever, uh, Jake could have kicked easily kicked eight. It was mm. it was absolutely fantastic. Danny Aids with one. Jake Carousella on debut from Oakley Districts kicking one. Alex Spencer released from Collingwood one. Horton Mill and Dingley kicking one. LaRocca one from Dingley. And young Kyle Hendy making yeah, his good debut. Um, I got to see him play... Um, last weekend, and there's been big reps on him, and um, he fitted in quite. He's forward pressure, he's quick, there's a, an X factor about him, and um, he was fantastic. The name we see there is Best on Ground. And Best again. on Ground got the medal for Chris the Carey. Sun. Chris Carey, absolutely. You know, um, we talk about him unbelievable. Every week on this show. And they had two good ruckmen, and they mm. just crashed and bashed, but Chris was absolutely fantastic, and um, he was vice captain. Um, absolutely fantastic effort by Chris, and a ripper bloke we, too, Jake Mullen. Um, Paul Fry, Lucas Wamsley, Christian Fien on debut. Fantastic mm. Christian mm. Fien at centre half back and the skipper Danny Age in the in the best play. So everyone who pulled the jumper on yesterday, the buying you know, they're the blokes who you want. You know what I mean? They're the core of blokes who are, you know, I want to play rep footy. What was the uh, what was the the message at the end of the game after a disappointing well you yeah. know the the disappointing situation that you probably should have won the game? What yeah. did Benny Lockwood sort of oh, say to look, the boys? Ben, you know, keep your keep your heads up and 
um, you know, as you talked about, blokes go back to club level. Mm. Be proud of yourself, mm. you know what I mean? Because that game of footy, yes, that's the best in a league game I've seen for quite a years, and the boys just went hammer and tong. You know what I mean? They were mm. they really wanted to play for the jumper in the league, and um, unfortunately, we didn't get the the chocolates right over over the end. But and you know, well done, well done to Riddle too. They had a very good player called Mitch Jensen who was on part in the Premiership a couple of years ago at Footscray VFL, and he yeah. kicked four. And you know, those players know when to step up in those those um and. Situations. Of a game and bug. When's the uh, when's the next interleague buy? When's the next interleague game? Is there another one this year? No, no, no. they do. So Just what happens after this weekend? I, I think AFL Vic. Um, I thought there was out. two. I thought there was two in a year. No, no? there's, no, okay. there's only okay. one, okay. and they'll do the rankings again. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I, it does come around quickly. But from now till next year, some leagues may not go any further with rep footy. Mm. I think rep footy personally is alive yep. after yesterday. Southern League are all behind it. Um, I had blokes come up to me saying, oh. What's happening next year? Love to play again, mm. blah blah blah, and that, that's what you want. And um, you know, the Southern League will keep going, and you know, we're determined to get into that, mm. you know, top twenty and work our way down. And uh, yeah, and don't forget uh, more interleague action this afternoon. That's right. The women, uh, the women's league, the Southern Football and Netball League are taking on the Southeast. Uh, be live on Game Face um, this afternoon. Dan Lonigan and Will Hunter yep. will be uh, will be calling that game from RSEA Park. So yep. um, good to see women's footy uh, getting a bit of coverage as well. Um, so yeah, that'll be live today. And just on my side of things too, obviously, well done to the people and the parents and those who come up yesterday to Romsey, which wasn't really out of out of, out of their. Oh, it was a little bit out of your way, but they've come up for the day and had a had a good day. Under um, the coaching staff of Ben Lockwood again, um, Brad Collins, Ryan Flack, um, fantastic. Um, mm. Troy Oger was a runner. Paul Aids came on first time as team manager. Fantastic. Um, I needed a timekeeper at the start of the week. Nigel Thompson got on board. Fantastic on your person and um, put his hand up the um, the trainers. Um, they were fantastic. Um, to the league, to Lee Hartman, to Dave Jennings and Matty Gribble. Well done again. So, yeah, that, that's that's football mm. and it hurts to lose, but we'll bounce back and hopefully next year we'll get more buy-in and... We'll go again. Load Should up be and, at home next year too. Uh, yeah, well, we were just saying that sure, yesterday. Yeah, It'd be great. Sure. To, uh, like today, they get the opportunity to showcase. The and what a day for it! Yep. What a great day for it! Yeah. And you know, we've played the last three on the road now, and I know yep. other leagues have been on the road, but let's hope next year we do get a home. Now that you got these home. facilities, oh, we've got to, we've well, got to, to utilize to them. train there Tuesday and Thursday night. The boys were super impressed yep. just yep. having the the setup. But anyway, thanks to everyone who um, played part of it. Um, we all had a good time. And, and well um, done to you, Bug, as well. Yeah, yeah it takes a bit you, of time. Well yeah, done. so I spoke to everyone last night. So, But anyway, we move on. You do a good job. You've, yep. you've been uh, a part of it for, for many years now. And Benny Lockwood, the ben, whole, everybody Everyone involved, involved quality yeah. blokes, the players, the off-field support staff, absolutely fantastic. And um, really enjoy it. And good memories. And we yeah. move on again until mm. next year. So mm. That's it. Good work, Bug. Beautiful stuff. Now, there was some footy play in the Southern Footy Netball League, and we'll touch on a couple of those results from the clubs within our broadcast area. We'll start by having a look at this result between wow. Moorabbin and Dandenong. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. That's all I can say. Moorabbin, 32-16, 208, defeated Dandenong, 9-5-59. For Dandenong, Jewett with three and Barry with two. They were the only multiples. Pace, Wit. And Johnson named him the best there for Danny Long. For Moorabbin, they lined up. Jackson with six. Isaac, five. McRae, three. Simpson, wow. three. Barker, three. Casali, two. Parker, two. Kangalaris, Kangalaris, rather, with two. And Wood with two. 
Stanton, McConchie and Kyle named in the best there for Moorabbin. Good to see the Kangas uh, get a good result like that. They've had, they've had a strange year. Yeah. They, they're sort of, I can't get a read on them, obviously, since the controversy that went on against Lindhurst. I can't get a read on, mm, on don't know. you know, some weeks they're kicking 32 goals, then they're losing to Karen Patterson Lakes by four points. Yep. You know, it's it's a strange sort of season for them. It is. Yesterday, Lee Park, South Yarra, 16-14, 1-10, defeated Lindale, 6-11-47. Good to see the Arrows have a win. Yeah, three good, in a row. Good on them. And two home games in a row as well. So obviously they played the first four, I think, away. So um, bit of bit of time at Lee Park would be nice for him. Yep. Mm. Hanny with five, Fowler with four, Bird with three, and Callaway with two for the Arrows. Merchant, Bird, and Fowler named in the best there. Lindale Clappers was the only multiple. Hartley, Denmead, and Robinson named in the best. Yes, in in the best there. So that's results to come out of Division Four. Division Three, we'll have a little look at some of the results there, and we'll start with Black Rock. Ashwood. Disappointing result Crazy. for them yesterday. Two seven nineteen were defeated by Ashwood. Thirteen eight eighty six. Well, I, t- I definitely tip Black Rock in that one. Mm. Uh, no multiples from Black Rock there. And for Ashwood, Feather kicked four. DiCarado with two. Grove with two. Nelson, two. And Rossborough with two. Carroll, Van Kulen, and Feather named in the best there for Ashwood. And for Black Rock, Dury, Elms, and Johns named in the best. Next game at Mead Reserve yesterday. Not a bad effort here by Clayton. Yeah, 10-3-63 were defeated by Hampton Park, 14-6-90. They didn't get blown away, which no. was which was important probably for them, I think, against the best team in the comp. So um, a good result for them, I think. And good on the Clays. They're, uh, they're back up and about after a, a few seasons of um, having some issues, you know, getting a win, and they, they've, they're doing all right this year in Division Three. so mm. good on them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, good to see Win them a there. couple of games and a bit of stability, good, yeah. Good footy club. Good people around them, and uh, yeah, they're doing all right. Hampton this year. Park going very well. Yeah, they're for, the team to beat. For Clayton Winfield kick two, Gilmore kick two. Good to see Jaden Gilmore still involved with Clayton Henderson. Henderson rather, Ho and Morrison uh, were the best there for Clayton, and for Hampton Park, Davis kicked four, Robinson kicked two, Dyke kicked two, Pearson, Phillips, and Davis in the best. Ryan there. Pearson dominating. Yeah, doing well. All right, we'll have a look at Division Two very quickly because we have to get over to the vibe uh, with Lana and Penny, which is coming up in the lead up to what our under the heights today. The height is 16-8-104, defeated Caulfield, 8-12-60. Heatherton drew oh, with Sky, oh. came down to Recreational Reserve. That was Sky's one opportunity to, to potentially get a win, and they and they were leading all day, mm. and they uh, they let it slip. Keysborough, 19-11-125, defeated East Brighton, 7-5-47. Good win. Yeah, well. Good win for Keysy. Hampton, 6-13-49, were defeated by Murrumbeater, 13-14-92. Uh, and Springvale yesterday got the chocolates in the match of the day yesterday. Donner's game, yeah. Yep. It was Springvale were all over them. 14 12 96 defeated the Dovetown Eagles. Gentlemen, always a That's pleasure it. on a Sunday morning. And I've got to quickly say thank you to Ryan Fishlock, who gave me a hand for this in the league for the last two years. Fantastic man, listens to the show, and I much appreciate his help too. Girls off to the MCG. I'm oh. off to Trevor Barker. Which should be a good game between Sandringham and Essendon. You can hear it on li- live on 88.3 today. You can indeed. Coming up is The Vibe with Lana and Penny. We'll catch you same place, same time next week, 10.30, here on 88.3, your home of local footy.